Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I got confirmation that we were 100% profiled on Friday night. We went to this restaurant that we go to all the time, all the time. And it's like a local, it's like a little neighborhood restaurant. And we usually take Ellie. We usually sit outside, but we go pretty frequently. And Atlanta had like 70 something degree weather the past couple of days. So we were like, you know what? We want to go out. We want to sit on the patio. We want to take Ellie and have a nice family dinner. So I got online. I made a reservation for two plus a high chair which is what I always do. And then we show up at dinner. The uh, server comes up to the table. He does the prerequisite questions, you know, do you water, is anybody else joining you? Blah, blah, blah. And then he says, did they let you know that we need this table back in 45 minutes? Which is the first time that has ever happened. I've me. had it happen when I know someone's trying to squeeze us in. Like, like I've had someone be like, we're totally full. If you want, I can sneak you guys into this table now, but there's a reservation coming at six. Like, that, so that is totally different. But to show up with a reservation, know that it's never happened. To sit down, like we sat down, Ellie was in the high chair and then, and I was like, what? Like, it just caught me so off guard. I think my natural response was uh, to say, well, then we have to sit at a different table. Because yeah, I said, do you want us to move to a different table? And I found out, and I guess, Callie, you had assumed, I didn't see your Instagram story, but you said your assumption was that because he saw that we were eating with a with a one-year-old, he just didn't want to deal with it? Or what, did, what was your assumption? Yeah, my assumption is that he saw us with Ellie and was like, ugh, and just made a bunch of assumptions about us. And then that we wouldn't was like, be, we get wouldn't. out. Um, but here's the thing. What he doesn't know is we are great tippers. We are great tippers, especially during COVID. We have been super great tippers and Ellie is very well behaved at restaurants. And if she gets things like dirty, I always clean up before we leave. But the, I, I talked to our friend, Kevin, who is a restaurateur and told him the story. He, what he said was it wasn't necessarily about the tip. It was about the bill. So we're uh, a couple that comes in, first available reservation of the night. We've got a one-year-old. We're probably not going to be drinking a lot. We're probably not going to be ordering the, you know, highest price items on the menu. So if this guy in his head is doing math, he wants people sitting at his table who are going to be ordering bottles of wine, who are going to be ordering beers, mixed drinks, who are going to be ordering appetizer, salad, dinner. But the thing dessert. is, we probably would have ordered a bottle of wine had he not said that. You know what I mean? Like we love to have wine and hang out and sit there. But, and But that's what I said at the beginning. I said that the, and what you said in your Instagram is generalizations were made because of the baby. So what, did he say that he would be like super mad if that he was Someone that be, worked for him. Yeah. He's like, that's inappropriate. It not only is it inappropriate, he said, but what the server should do, the proper way to handle that situation is to say, okay, here's a, they got a kid. The kid's one year old. 
They're, uh, they made the early reservation, so the kid's going to be going to bed sometime soon. Let me try to crank two drinks out of them because if he's not, if he's slow with the drinks or whatever, we're not on our own schedule. Like we can't say that we're going out for two drinks and then stay. If the service is slow and Ellie gets tired, we got to leave. Mm-hmm. Like that's the parent rule, you know? Mm-hmm. So what Kevin said is the proper way for a server to handle that is like, is to say, okay, this table is a finite amount of money. How do I get the most of that money in the time that they're here? Right. Like make it a little game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it should just be a different strategy. But I think, is that the first time, that's the first time that's, that's happened. That's that somebody made an assumption on our behavior because of Ellie, right? Yeah. And I was, I was super disappointed. I got to say. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for restaurants and for good service. I'm even going to give that guy a benefit, the benefit of the doubt. Because maybe he was having just a bad night or whatever. Maybe he's just not the brightest crayon in the box. That could be it also. Would you, if we got seated with him again, because we do go to that restaurant probably like once every other week, um, would you ask for a different server? I would give him another chance. I really do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I think he was, there were some other things that he said. I think he he was just having an off night. Like he was just in a, I think he was just in a bad mood. I think he worked the night before and they were doing like a, like a hot chocolate and cookies on the patio thing. And I think he probably got slammed at that and didn't make a lot of money. Right. I think he was probably just feeling a little grumpy fish. So I would let it happen again. And then if it, if it happened again, then that's an, how do you do that though? I don't know. How do you, I, how do you not? Cause you can go into a restaurant and request a server. Well, here's the thing is I think we just figured out who our favorite servers are. And then we request them when we do the reservation. Got it. You know what I mean? So I think instead of saying we don't want this person, yeah. the way to handle it is just figure out who we do want. Do you guys want to sit on the patio or inside? We just don't want to sit with Chad. Yeah, no Chad. My name is Callie that, Dollar. By the way, I just made that name up. I don't know if that's his real name. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the holiday season. I'm feeling so like in the holiday mood, and I, you know, decorated more of our house yesterday, and I'm just feeling, I'm feeling the holiday spirit, and I'm really excited about it. We are recording this um, a few hours before we're going to a tree lighting. A tree lighting and a menorah lighting. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're going to do the tree lighting and the menorah. And then there's like a parade. You can get in the parade. We're not going to get in the parade, but we're going to go like drink hot chocolate. And yeah. Yeah. You know, so um, we're going to go to Trader Joe's beforehand and get all the holiday snacks. If you don't have a Trader Joe's near you, it makes my makes me sad. Really only during holiday season. I don't tend to shop there on a regular basis, but they have the best holiday snacks of all time, slash appetizers, slash desserts. I want to go to, supposedly, Aldi also has great holiday stuff. You still haven't been to the one. We have uh, one, like, within walking distance of our house. It's it's one block from the Trader Joe's. Yeah. I haven't been yet. Maybe tonight will be the night. Okay. Um, now, I don't want to rob you of your Christmas joy, but. But I, you're going to. I saw something that I think a lot of people would be interested in. 
okay. it was a, st- a statistic. I don't even know who did the research, but a survey of X number of people found that just over 70% of them hate, hate, hate the inner office secret, secret Santa stuff. I think most people don't know their coworkers that well outside of work. At least I don't, and we don't play Secret Santa at work, so whatever. But so it's just weird. It's like buying if, a gift that you don't know someone very well. So it's, it's 90% a fail gift. It's a weird thing because because I'll use your office as an example. There are, because I don't have one, um, but like I would, in your office, just knowing your coworkers, there's probably like roughly a half dozen people that if there was no secret Santa, you would exchange a gift or a card. Or Not so. even that many. Okay. Yeah. And then, but there's probably two dozen other people that you're very happy to see at work every day and you, you know, Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah and, you know, uh, season's greetings and all that, but you wouldn't get a gift for them and they wouldn't for you because you're just coworkers. Right. When you do the secret Santa, if you draw someone who's in your half dozen group, then you're just kind of getting them a bonus, kind of a throwaway mm-hmm. gift, right? And if you draw somebody who's not in your core group, then you got to go and try to find and try to figure something out. And it's weird. And it's usually like a gift card. Like right. there's no thought really behind it. Yeah. You know what else I dislike? And I think it's for, I don't like the white elephant gift exchange things. I don't either. Where you can steal other people's gifts. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like stealing other people's gifts. I don't either. And I also don't like the idea of buying things for the sake of buying them when you know that they're dumb. Like if it's a good white elephant, great. But the ones that are like, oh, we'll just get these silly things. Like, first of all, you're spending your hard earned money on things that no one wants. And second of all, you're taking something home and adding it to clutter that you don't want. But I think I see that's where we disagree, because I think a well themed. um white elephant party is great minus the you can steal other people's gifts mm. because it makes me really really uncomfortable yeah like i would be fine if it was everybody brought a gift and like whatever the theme is like pick your theme i don't care what your theme is to me i like the challenge it's like if let's do a let's do a britney spears themed white elephant party yeah and as long as you can somehow connect your gift to Britney Spears, mm-hmm. it's allowable. And you know what I would do for that? If that was a thing, I would do one of those um, karaoke microphones. That's a good one. You know what I would do? What? Like a de- like like um, I would go to Goodwill and get two denim jackets, a man, a his and a hers. Mm. Do two denim jackets. Nice. Yeah. Have you been seeing like there's a lot of press lately about this like BBC series called The Princes and the Media? Have you seen that? I have not. Okay. So there's a lot of like chatter about it. I think it's mostly tabloid chatter. Like it's not, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but it did spark a question for me. So here's my question to you. It's a, would you rather? So you've had some disagreements with people in the past. And I assume that most people who listen to the show probably understand, you know, who you're talking about because they've seen it play out. Would you rather have a documentary slash show slash whatever about you and your enemy, so to speak, or an enemy or someone you don't get along with air publicly for the whole world to see. And there are going to be some untruths about you in it, 
but ultimately it makes your enemy look really bad. Or so you would have to, if you pick that option, you have to deal with the fact that people around the world are saying things about you that aren't true. Okay. But everyone will see for the first time that your enemy really is like your enemy for a reason, right? Or would you rather have no one ever know any story about your enemy, but also never know anything about you? Um, I'm fine with nobody knowing. Really? Yeah. Why would I? That, it, that seems, I can't believe you're even saying really. Like, why would you? Well, I know you, I know you, and I know that you don't. Like, you've never talked about, you know, a lot of your public stuff. You know what I mean? Like your public, like you didn't talk about your divorce. You didn't talk really publicly about either one of your radio breakup situations. Um, but I just thought it was like an interesting question. I'm like, I don't know. Cause part of me, like I'm kind of petty. Yeah. It's, it's the, that would be the motivation behind it would be completely petty. Like I am going to expose you for the trash. No, person. you're not the one doing no, it. No, but my, I, by agreeing to this documentary, by making this decision, by making this would you rather decision, mm-hmm. I am going to expose you for the trash human that I know you are. Yeah. I mean, ex- you don't have anything to do with it. It like in the- and it, that doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I'm just saying in this would you rather scenario. Okay. If I pick that one, you get to, the whole world gets to see what a trash human you are, but you're also going to be putting negative stuff. Like, why would I do that to myself? Just like the people who need to know that you're that that person's a trash human. I know. But part of it, like my my little first instinct with it, a part of me was like, oh, that would be fun for like five seconds. That would be really fun. I don't think I would like the backlash from it that it would cause on me. But in my head, in the little drama part of my head, I'm like, oh, yeah. You totally wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to handle the backlash. I would like freak You hate people <laughs> talking negatively about you. I do. I really do. But Do you want to rethink your answer? Well, I didn't say that I would choose that, but I oh. said my gut reaction is to say, yes, yeah, spill the beans about that person. Like, Pah. yeah, I think we just, I'm so glad that we're not famous and we don't have to think about stuff like that. I wish that we, uh, as a world, as a culture, as a whatever would go back to, f- to fighting personal battles, like quietly in private. Like, I feel like it's just too easy to put, I think maybe it's social media. Like put people on blast. Yeah. And just share whether it's a, whether it's a beef you have with a friend or, I mean, it's funny that we're talking about this, but like we didn't identify the restaurant or anything where we went. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's kind of a non-issue, but there are people who will have one bad experience like that. And it becomes a nine paragraph story on Yelp that could potentially hurt that business. Yeah. I just wish, I don't know. I just wish we were quieter. We weren't keyboard warriors, so to speak. Your pet, your use of the word petty though, reminded me of something that I would like to make a thing. First of all, before you say that, do we all have a petty side? Oh, I think so. I yeah. think 100% of people have a like little fantasy of being a petty person. Cause I, I don't think totally it has, do. <laughs> I don't think it has to be a petty, but or, or, uh, I don't think it has to be a fantasy. I think everybody can acknowledge they're petty about something. I had what I would like to make a phrase, a thing, a whatever, kind of like we did with um, the micro anxieties mm-hmm. and just make it a thing is I would like to create something called petty joy bombs. Okay. And they are really real. And I'll give you an example of what a petty 
joy bomb is. It's when you get an email from somebody saying, you never sent me X, Y, and Z. And all you do is go back into your sent emails from 24 hours ago when you did send it to them and re-forward them that same email without saying anything, without pointing anything out. You're just re-forwarding the information that they just said they didn't get. A couple of weeks ago, didn't we talk about doing the exact opposite? Mm, what do you mean? It's like bubbling in my head that somewhere we talked about how I talked about not I talked about this. This was one of my topics a couple of weeks ago about not sending petty emails at work. It's not because, a pet, but you don't write anything. Well, no, as opposed to just responding. You are trying to change the world. I'm talking about being petty. Okay. Like it's a joy bomb. It feels good when you get to do that. Oh yeah, it does. That's a joy bomb. A petty joy a bomb. A petty joy bomb is when you, it would be the equivalent of, and this is like, this would be the most rare of the petty joy bombs. I've witnessed one in my entire life, but it's when somebody goes flying by you on the interstate or, or blaring through a stop sign, like right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh my gosh. And then out of nowhere, a cop appears. Yeah. The joy bomb, the petty joy bomb is you take a little bit of delight in that person who just did that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I think it's the phrasing. I don't want to get into an, uh, a debate about whether it's good or bad to have those feelings or whatever kind of energy you're putting out in the world. I just want to acknowledge that everybody has it on some level and I just want to put a name on it. It's a petty joy bomb. Looking good and feeling great just got easier thanks to Rothy's. From the unbeatable comfort to the fact that you can wash them, these shoes check every box. You might have heard about Rothy's best-selling point and flat. In fact, People Magazine named the point the best flat for their first ever Style Awards 2021. They also make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, Mary Janes, and more. Here's what I love the most. Everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. I know what you're thinking, right? Like water bottles, how could that be comfortable? That's what I call Rothy's magic. My favorite style is the loafer and you could literally take them out of the box, throw them on your feet and stay on your feet all day without so much as a moment of discomfort. Say goodbye to uncomfortable flats that beat up your feet. Rothy says something for everyone, including men. They launched a line for guys this year. Treat yourself or find the perfect gift for a loved one with their ultra comfortable, washable shoes, bags, and accessories. Win the gift game this season with Rothy's shoes and accessories. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside with extended returns and exchanges through the holidays. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash upside. With zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and at only 140 calories, Magic Spoon is a delicious and guilt-free way to start your day. All of the deliciousness of those childhood cereals that you remember, but none of the bad health stuff. And you can build a custom bundle from their flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberries, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle. Bundle those together, get them delivered right to your doorstep. Check this out. Cookies and cream and maple waffle, they are now permanent 
fixtures of the Magic Spoon offerings. They were just limited edition flavors, but the demand was so great, they brought them back permanently. So if you've been trying to cut down on carbs or sugar or unhealthy food in general, start your day with Magic Spoon cereal. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside and grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code upside at checkout. You'll save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, they back it with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash upside and use the code upside to save $5 off. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. StoryWorth is one of my favorite gifts to give during the holiday season because it checks a few things off my list and it allows me to give a meaningful gift while also collecting family stories for future generations to have for years to come. When you sign up for StoryWorth, you can choose the date you want to have the subscription sent so it won't spoil the surprise. Each week, StoryWorth will email a thought-provoking question to the recipient with questions that you've pre-chosen from an extensive list of options. They're questions like, what's the bravest thing you've done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? After a year of the person you love answering these questions, StoryWorth compiles all of their answers and makes them into a book. You can order as many copies as you want, and you can choose to add photos if you want to. I gifted a subscription to my dad a few years ago, and what I love the most is that our kids will have those stories, and truly, the questions are things that I would have never thought to ask or record on my own. With StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love a most thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com upside and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com upside to save $10 on your first purchase. Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. My first random thing is a one-way trip on the Trans-Siberian Railway involves crossing 3,901 bridges. So the Trans-Siberian Railway is the longest railroad in Russia, but it's also the longest in the world. If you take a trip on that journey, it takes seven days um, and passengers pass through eight different time zones and cross 3,901 bridges. And you get to hear that Trans-Siberian Orchestra Christmas song over and over. You get to hear that like 10,641 times. For seven days. Yeah, yeah great. That's just that's just how it goes. My second random thing is... Okay, I, aside though, that is a great Christmas song. That is a great Christmas song. I love it. Every time. I think they do like concerts and stuff. Oh yeah, they do every year at the holidays, which is always fascinating to me because this is such a... I don't know if this is a thought that anybody else has, but... I always think about when Christmas concerts are touring, my assumption is that the concert, the, the closer the date is to the Christmas, to Christmas, the more the artist likes the city. So if we got a Christmas concert here in Atlanta, but it was on November 4th, I'd be like, oh, that person, if it was, let's say it's Michael Buble. Right. I'd be mm -hmm. like, well, he doesn't care about Atlanta. He's doing a Christmas concert November 4th. But if he's doing right. a Christmas concert on like December 23rd, mm -hmm. I'm like, he loves Atlanta. I know, right? Ho, 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 Michael Buble. <laughs> My second random thing is, okay, so you know Famous Amos. It's a guy named Wally. The cookie guy. He makes, yeah, the cookie guy. Um, 
the best chocolate chip cookies, honestly. They're so good. I they're one of those foods that for me, um, they only ha- they only exist in a certain place. For me, it's an office because I would always get them in vending machines. Oh, okay. So I would always get famous famous cookies or in hotel room or hotel hallway vending machines. Oh, interesting. That's, that's where I eat those. Um but before he did the cookie thing, he was in the business of like talent management. He discovered and signed Simon and Garfunkel. And he was a talent rep for Diana Ross, Sam Cooke, and Marvin Gaye. Had no clue. So cookie guy and also manages famous people. And at some point somebody said, you should market these cookies. And he's like, okay. And he quit the entertainment industry and did. Cookies. Yeah. Cookies, yes. And my third random thing is lemons float, limes sink. Did you know this? No idea. I had no clue either. Because limes are denser than lemons, they drop to the bottom of a glass while lemons float at the top. So that is something I am 35 years old. I have never heard of before in my life. And those are my three random things. I have a house cleaning hack for you. If you need to get your house cleaned, here's what you do. Because this is what we did yesterday. You decide at nine in the morning that you're going to invite a few people over (laughs) Because we have the Christmas tree lighting in Sandy Springs is like walking distance to our house. So we said to Callie said to her to her friend Chrissy and Paul, her husband Paul and, and their uh, son Shep, why don't you guys come over before and we'll all walk from here to the Christmas tree lighting. Then her parents are going with another couple. So Callie says, Well, why don't you guys park over here and then you can walk from over here and we'll be here and we can have a hot cocoa or whatever. And so now uh, there's, you know, half a dozen people coming to the house. Callie's like, we got to clean this place up. And I'll tell you what, it motivated it to us to get it done. Yeah. So the house looks great. It feels all Christmassy. We're going to enjoy a little Christmas sparkle. And Callie's going to be crazy. She's going to stay up past 7 p.m. on It's going to be night. a wild night. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive Jeff, discount. I have not told you this, but we have, well, okay, I'll start by saying this. Jeff and I live in this like, you know, like little community and there are several cats, right? I don't know who they belong to, but there are several cats. There's two orange tabbies that live somewhere close because they're always in our backyard, right? One of them has a collar. The other one doesn't. So I think one of them is somebody's and the other one is a stray. It's a stray, yeah. We think. Um, Because that was also the one that was like mating uh, behind our house. Or fighting, depending. Or fighting. Uh, I'm not really sure what they're doing. Most people that know cats have said definitely mating. Yeah. But anyway, so I come home the other day and our male person, our male woman is in the back petting the cat with the collar. And she's like, hey, do you know whose cat this is? And I'm like, you know, I don't, but it's always here. So I assume like it's one of our neighbor's cats because it's just like around. We see them all the time. 
And she's like, well, I feel weird. Cause like, you know, he's got the collar on. I feel like I should text the owner. So I did just to make sure the cat's in the right place. Make sure it's like an outdoor cat and it's- And it's not yeah. a pet that someone's looking for. Right. And she's like, and there's an address on here. Um, So I Googled the address, but I can't find it. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't find it? And she's like, well, type this address in. And she types the address. Like she's looking at the cat's collar, typing the thing. The closest address that shows up in Waze is in Florida. So the address, obviously the it's address- It's not an Atlanta address. Is just a house number and a street. Like it's not, it doesn't, you don't put your full address like you're sending a Christmas card. On, right, on so there's no collar. Atlanta zip code. No, you just put- One, two, three, Jones Drive. Right. So she's like, is there any, and she texts the person, they don't write back. I mean, the cat looks fine. It doesn't look skinny or dirty yeah. or anything, but I was like, oh my gosh, what if this is one of those stories where the cat has walked all the way from Florida and went missing like five years ago? And is, and, and is now living, like maybe his, because these, these townhomes that we live in are fairly new. Mm -hmm. What if it turns out that the cat used to live in one of the houses that was on this land. That was on this this block that they tore down to put the townhomes in like five years ago. Except for, I'm pretty sure the street name hasn't changed. Oh yeah, good point. So that probably wouldn't be the case, but no, I don't know that cat is. Yes, no, that makes total sense because they lived here and then they sold their house to the townhome company mm -hmm. and, and moved to Florida with the cat. Put a new collar on the cat with the Florida address and the cat's like, I left my favorite toy mouse up in Atlanta. I'm so gonna go get the it. the cat walked from Florida, from Florida to Atlanta, and now in is in the, is in this weird place because the cat's like my kitty sense says that my house should be here, but it's not. You know what I'm thinking is probably more likely is that the people moved from Florida to Atlanta and have not updated their address on the cat collar yet. I think. What if it's this? What if? What if the cat is a ghost and it doesn't really exist and we're all seeing it? And it's kind of like- You, me, and the, the post worker? Everybody. Postal worker? All of us. We're just seeing ghost cats. A ghost cat. Cats. Mm -hmm. I will say another plot thickener. I'm pretty sure two weeks ago, the cat had like a thick, one thick collar on. The other day when I saw it, it had two. It's collecting collars. It's collecting collars. Maybe it so is. Somebody, it's somebody's cat. I don't know. The address does not exist. The person not answering the thing. The cat seems fine. And it's not always here. It's not begging for food. It's not trying to get in our house. Like Maybe that was a cat fight, not a cat love session. It was a fight. And maybe the cat just goes and beats up other cats and takes their collars. So oh, next yeah. Time so every time he has a new collar three, on, it's four, the cat yeah. he's beat up. It's like a power move. Hmm. Hey y'all, Dini in Atlanta. I don't see why we have to choose sides. I say give me a box of homemade fudge with a car mini detail or car wash certificate attached. We all win. How's that sound? Ladies, if you have a man in your life, I've got the ultimate gift. This is something that you can get for him that he'll like, but it's actually for you. Pay attention. It's called Manscaped. Manscaped is the leader in men's 
below the waist grooming and they've got it all covered it's just not about taking care of the landscaping down there it's also about making things fresh and clean and their best selling product is the performance package 4.0 it's their lawnmower body trimmer which is the best trimmer on the market for your body uh the weed whacker which is also a trimmer but it's for your ear and nose hair and then they've got some uh stuff to keep things fresh the crop preserver and the crop reviver it's all about hygiene am i right and most guys are neglecting that area of their body well now you can hook them up all of this stuff they offer is vegan it's cruelty free dye free sulfate free paraben free all their products are legit and you can get 20 percent off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using code upside 20 so whether this is for a partner a dad a brother a friend get them something they will actually use and will probably generate a good laugh on christmas morning once again manscaped.com and the code is upside 20 for 20 percent off and free shipping Hey, Kelly and Jeff, I just had, I've never called before, but I just had to call and comment on the ketchup in the refrigerator thing. Our family does not like ketchup in the refrigerator either. And everybody, including family that comes over, comments on it, wonders about it. Most of them put it back in the fridge if they're helping us clean up after dinner. Um, And then we have to take it back out because we can't find it. Um, But if you Google it even further, because I've had to find backup information because I'm very much like Jeff to send to my brother because he loves sriracha and red hot and things like that. It actually recommends that most tomato based things you do not keep in the refrigerator because it breaks down something in the tomato. So I thought you'd find that interesting and I had to call and tell you. So thanks for everything. Love your show. Bye. Um, Hi, my name is Laurel. I'm on my way. My grandma's house, and I just listened to the one where the baby starts laughing, the boys talk, and I listen to you every day with my mom, and maybe I was so Hi. Hey guys, it's Amy in Indianapolis. Um, usually I end up siding with Jeff on things, but I am 100% Team Cali when it comes to Christmas music. The classics are 100% the way to go. It's not Christmas until I've heard Bing, Burl, and Frank. Now, not to say that I wouldn't buy Jeff's Christmas album if he puts one out, because I think that would be highly hysterical. Callie, I got you. Traditional Christmas music all the way. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Dawn. I just wanted to say one parenting hack is whenever you tell Ellie no or stop, follow it up with stop jumping, stop screaming, stop whatever. Sometimes she's doing three things at once, and she's not sure which one she needs to stop doing. Also, my kids grew up in the days of VHS tapes on shelves, and every day they would pull all the VHS tapes out, and I would have to put all the VHS tapes back. But then we would just stack them up and make houses out of them and use them with their toys. So it's going to go on for a while. But enjoy every moment of that little scrumptious thing. Have a great weekend. Bye. I meant to call you guys this morning as soon as I heard about keeping the ketchup out of the refrigerator. Thank you for making my weekend. Thank you for helping me in my life because I hate cold ketchup. And I'm not a fan of cold mustard either. So, yay on Kelly and Jeff because 
I got home and I took those suckers out of the fridge. Y'all have a great weekend. Love you. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. Um, this is Adriana from Georgia. Um, I just heard today's show about the wedding list and or the wedding registry. Um, I agree with Kelly. I think it's totally rude. I don't care how much money you make. I feel like everyone should be given the same registry. And if you can afford the most expensive items, buy it. If you cannot, buy the other ones. I don't think it should matter. Um, I think if you're sending the expensive ones to a doctor that kind of you're assuming they're just going to pay that amount of money because they make all this money. I don't think that's fair. I was sent a registry that had a lot of expensive things on it. I couldn't afford it, so I just chose to buy something a little cheaper. So I agree with you, Callie. Okay, see you. Bye. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money how much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> 